Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome aboard National Football Show. It's your boy Big Sills here on a football Monday. By the way, please hit the like button. I want to set the show up by doing this right out of the gate. Tony Dungy, bottom of the hour, Sunday Night Football on NBC. Our friend will join us, the Hall of Fame coach. We'll talk Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia E. That'll be at the bottom of the hour. Hour number two, as always, on a Monday. From Fox 29 in Philadelphia, our very own Gary Cobb. So it's there for you. Coach Dungy, bottom of the hour. Be prepared. I wanted to start the show off by doing this to you guys today. Do you want to have a conversation about being good? Or do you want to have a conversation today about being a Super Bowl contender? Ask yourself that. What kind of conversation do you want to have? Well, we went to Detroit, got the victory. Fantastic. Hey, it's week one. What other off-ramp do you want to use? Um, They were rusty. You can use all those excuses for really kind of a decent effort. You see, the one thing that I'm going to do here is I'm not going to be like everyone else here. And I'm not going to put my business cap on. I'm going to put my football cap on today and I'm going to lay it out there for you. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I saw. Okay, here we go. By the way, thank you guys. Mike, 215, Daz, Savvy, Five Star, thank you for all coming aboard here as everyone's waiting Coach Dungy at the bottom of the hour. 38-35 win against a Detroit Lions team that was very fired up and you got their best effort. Okay, let's start there. It's fair. But let's also be fair. I thought the Detroit Lions defensive line, especially when it came to pass protection, I thought they owned the um, the Eagle O-line all day long. I thought the offensive line absolutely had the pink slip on the front seven of the Eagles all day long. I actually thought 
The secondary played well for Philly. Kaiser White, as I've said, he's going to make the Pro Bowl. He's a good-looking football player. So overall, I'm not giving anybody a B for that thing. Probably C-plus effort. Maybe a B effort getting out of there. I told you you needed to make a statement. One, you know who made a statement? The Chiefs. I don't need Tyreek Hill. That guy Patrick Mahomes had passes. There were teams that made statements. Eagles weren't one of them. That kind of long that entire game and let everybody back in. I'm going to get to all my hits here in a minute. Okay? Let's start out with the guy who's in my bullseye the most. Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator. Let's take a look at some of these stats that are in the game here and what came out in here. The Lions were 9 of 14 on third down. They put up 386 yards in total offense on the so-called dream team defensive team. They rushed for 181 yards. And they put up 30 points. My opinion, that's not a very good effort. Jonathan Gannon, are you going to try to tell me with all the new faces on that side of the football, you see a different Jonathan The horrible angle tackles? Did you see anything that made you think that defense was better? I thought, like I said, I thought the secondary. I thought the secondary was pretty good. I thought the linebacker play wasn't bad. I don't know. I still don't think he knows how to handle Kaiser. Or um, I still don't think he knows how to handle Reddick. I don't think he knows what to do with him. Um, I don't know. Let's see here. I'm not even like 450 yards. The Lions! When you play the Vikings, you'll get killed doing that. You put up 300 and gave up 386 yards to Jared Goff. Justin Jefferson will go for 400 yards in receiving against your team. They beat the piss out of the Packers. The Packers. Not the Lions. The Packers. The Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Not Jared Goff. Okay? Oh, and that sorry-ass quarterback, Kirk Cousins, they ripped that Packer team a new one. Don't start with that shit. It's the Lions. You were supposed to make a statement. Your defensive coordinator, one more time, is soft. His schemes are not very good. And I've been saying that all offseason. All last year. Nothing got better. Nothing got better. Jefferson had 188 yards against the Green Bay Packers. Who have won 13 games the last three years. 
You know, quite frankly, I don't really think that game was close. Okay? I don't. I, I, I look at these numbers, 21-37, 215. Jared Goff is average at best. Swift, I told you, was a stud. This kid had 9.6 yards of carry. Swift had almost 10 yards of carry. By the way, I'm sorry to say this to you guys, and I know you guys are not going to like when I say this to you. Fletcher Cox does not belong as a starter on the Philadelphia Eagles front four. That guy almost looks out of gas. He was getting completely blown off the ball. So was Hardgrave. Those guys were knocked off the ball, and they lost first down almost every single series. There was a stretch where the Eagles got three and outs. I think there were three of them in the game. But after that, man, they lost first down almost every sequence. I told you, you got to win that. They were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year on first down, and they were in that game as well. Massive chunk yards. That front four needs to have a come-to-Jesus conversation because that ain't it. That's not championship effort. Some would go, Sills, it's week one. Do you want to have a conversation again on being a Super Bowl champion, or do you want to have a conversation on being good? Okay? I don't see it. You guys keep telling me, with all the money that they spent on that side of the ball, that that team was going to be better. That didn't. He surrendered almost 400 yards in total offense and 35 points to the Lions. You're telling me, really, you got better? Where? Now, again, if you guys want me to walk back and you want to be decent, hey, nice win on the road. Or do you want to be a Super Bowl talk? That was not a Super Bowl effort. Jonathan Gannon and that defense, dude, that's a C-minus effort. I didn't see it. They were out of shape. You could tell that they didn't have reps. That team wasn't ready to play. Tackling angles were awful. Awful. I got to say this one more time. Fletcher Cox. He better show me, um, and by the way, time to get big fella in shape. Because Jordan Davis, when he was in, I thought he looked pretty good. He just doesn't have the conditioning yet. He needs to get in better shape. Because Fletcher Cox, yeah, just about out of gas. You got a player right now on the 19th hole. He's having beers. He ain't even on the 18th green. Okay. We started slow last year as well. Yeah, because you guys took those powder cake reps during the exhibition season. Didn't play anybody and it showed. Your defense, that was not what I was expecting. Far from it. Your coordinator has not done anything to impress me. Now Jalen Hurts. Let me start with the good with Hurts. 
Boy, I'll tell you something, man. He just puts a knife in your back on third and long. And when you don't have anybody spying him, he breaks your will like that. And he must have broke the Lions' will on third and long at least eight times in that game. The Lions had it. Had him. But he broke the will down. And to his credit, he knew he had to. Because you know why? The O-line was a sieve in pass protection. I'm sorry. A for running the ball. D for pass probe. They couldn't protect the kid. He was running for his life. The pocket broke down numerous times back there. Every guy, all five, whether it was a communication. How many times did you see Sayamalo looking back at the quarterback because he couldn't hear what was going on? The communicator, and that's from not playing in the exhibition season. That's not playing as a unit. The communication out there between the O-line and the quarterback was not very good. Not very good. And Hurts, to his credit, kept series alive with his legs. Jalen Hurts, as a runner and as a guy to get out of issues, is one of the better guys in the league. His relationship with A.J. Brown, great. But fundamentally and technically wise, let's say this. Did that offense get better? I don't see how it got better. You want to hear something? He had 10 catches for 155 yards at A.J. Brown. And by the way, he's a cross between Michael Irvin and T.O. He's special. I'll get to him here in a minute. But Jalen Hurts still can't read multiple receivers. You want here, here's the telling stat in this game. Brown had 10 catches. Do you know the other six guys combined had eight? Let me say that again. Devontae, Quaz, Goddard. Pascal, the backs, combined had eight. He still can't find the other receiver. He still can't read defenses. It was plain and simple. Any person with a brain could see that. If A.J. Brown wasn't open, he ran. Many times he had to. Because he agreed, GT, he had to because the pocket broke down. Absolutely. 56% completion percentage? I don't know. Jalen Hurts, to me, looked more confident. Still, his pocket presence, he doesn't have any. He feels pressure and takes off. That And he saved that game for them offensively. By getting out. Jalen Hurts won that game with his legs, not his arm. How many third downs did you see him just break the back of the Lions? That's what won that game. Well, what happens when you got to play elite teams with elite quarterbacks? You'll never beat the Buccaneers with that style of play. You will never. With a quarterback who can't. Devont, I'll get to Devontae Smith here in a minute. Okay. Let me go to AJ Brown. 
He was special. His yards after the catch, he is a beast. He is just unbelievable. He's the best player you've had at that position since Terrell Owens. Um, yeah, he's that kind of kid. Okay, he, he, he's going to be special for you. He's a special ball player. He's going to make a lot of plays. Now, the key is going to be, you know, Minnesota is going to break down the film and they're going to double him. And you're going to know immediately what's going on here right away in the game. And they're going to make Jalen Hurts read. We'll get more into Minnesota here because I want to go through what we saw yesterday. A.J. Brown was special. Don't forget Tony Dungy, bottom of the hour. Devontae Smith. What did I say to you guys last week that Devontae Smith was going to be the guy that's going to suffer in this offense? Those were my exact words. You guys told me I was full of shit. No catches, four targets. Barely saw him. Two drops, so. When elite, if you're calling Devontae Smith elite, elite receivers don't have any catches against the Lions. Elite receivers have catches against the Lions. But one week it'll be this guy, one, no, 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 no. Elite players play elite all the time. Whether it's the Lions or the Rams, you play elite all the time. Okay? Jalen goes, you are still, it's just week one. Yeah, let me tell you what Jalen and the issue with that is. Jalen doesn't like to be a champion all the time. He thinks you could flip it on and off. He thinks that you could just do it, and that's what the Eagles thought they could do, and they almost lost the football game because of it. You went in there against a team that showed up. Thank God I don't have Jalen's personality because that's not how you get great. Jalen's like this. Hey, week one, we got the win. It's all good. Hey, you want to talk common? No problem. Fantastic. You want to be great? You're great all the time. Greatness doesn't have a switch. You're great always. Okay. What's his name? Who was it? Did I see GT say that we only punted twice? Yeah, you surrendered almost 400 yards and 35 points to the Lions. Congratulations. To the Lions. What happens when you play against good teams? That Lions team will win six games this year. Jesus, criminy. If I'm Devontae Smith, do you know what he's had in the last two ball games with Jalen Hurts as his quarterback? Six catches and 60 yards. This guy's averaging three catches for 30 yards in the last two ball games against the Bucs and against the Lions. And you're trying to tell me you think, after what you saw with A.J. Brown, you think Devontae Smith's a 1,000-yard receiver this year? You don't have donuts. 1,000-yard receivers don't have donuts. That D-line is overhyped. 
Overhyped. You got a big place, son. Hardgrave? Sure. Jesus, criminy. The majority and the bulk of your salary cap is two players there. And you just went out in first round draft choice. That thing looked terrible. They were owned on first down and they ran the ball at will almost. Fletcher Cox should not be starting. Miles Sanders was awesome. And as I've said this, Miles Sanders will be the key to the success of Jalen Hurts getting better as a quarterback. I thought he ball as well as I've seen him run the ball in the two years that I've been covering the Eagles. That was one of his better football games. I loved what I saw with him. Ran, showed me some vision, did some good things inside the uh, tackle guard, the way he ran the ball. I thought he really did a nice job. By the way, Aiden, if I'm Jordan Malata, I believe Jordan Malata got a very high grade today. When Jordan Malata got his uh, his grade for his performance Lions game, I'm not thinking he graded out very high. I thought Aiden Hudson, I thought he got numerous times. GT, I can't see us with the Vikings next week. And Washington versus the Lions. I'm talking about Eagles and Lions right now. By the way, don't forget, Tony Dungy. Bottom of the hour. Um, you got to get Jordan in shape. This kid's got to start seeing uh, reps, in my opinion. That front seven whew, needs to do better, in my opinion. Week one, you're setting tones and you're setting, in my opinion, you're setting an example in what you want your football team when you're talking about making you go on the road, you get the win, it's important. And look, I say this to you, no question about it. I thought the Lions played it like the Super Bowl. I like what Dan Campbell's doing. There's a culture change. Let me tell you a quick story before I bring on. Talk to John Lynch and Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks numerous times. Do you know that Coach Dungy started his Buccaneer career out 0-8? Can you imagine walking into that lock, looking Coach Dungy in the face and going, I don't know if this thing, I don't, I don't, you have to have blind faith coaches. It's like a religion. It's like blind faith. You got to believe in what your process is. So men would go on to turn that culture around because of Kanji. Let's bring my friend on Sunday night on NBC. Coach Tony Dungy joins us now. Coach, that's a true story, isn't it? That, you started out 0-8, and, and I could just imagine Ward Sam's guys walking in going, man, what? <laughs> thank you, Coach. No, you, you're right, Dan. They asked, you know, what is the plan? Are you sure this is going to work? And uh, there were some doubters, but we had to just stay the course. And once we convinced guys, one by one, they got on board, and that's when we started having success. Absolutely. Coach, Jalen Hurts, I want to start out there. Do you believe Jalen Hurts can take this team very far? And do you think he's the future of the Philadelphia Eagles? I do, because number one, Jalen Hurts is a leader. He's led every place that he's been. 
uh, players gravitate to him. And I think Nick Sirianni and the staff is doing the right thing. They are doing what he does best. And right now they're very, very tough to defend because you have to defend an extra runner back there. And by doing that, you open up some things in the passing game. And I think they made a great move to go out and get A.J. Brown. You know, ever since their Super Bowl year, all we've heard is the inconsistency of the Philadelphia pass catchers, the receivers. They're not getting open. They're not catching the ball. Well, now you couple this running game that they have with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, some guys who can hurt one-on-one coverage. I think they've got a great formula for success. Absolutely, Coach. The addition um, of A.J. Brown, he was awesome. Ten catches, 155 yesterday. What kind of impact do you think that has on the rest of the group when you have a player like that? He was almost T.O.-ish in a way, the way he was catching the football and the impact that he had on the passing game. As a coordinator coach, what does that do for you on the other side if you're the D coordinator? Well, it, it makes you pick your poison. It kind of reminds me of the old Dallas teams when they had Emmett Smith and Michael Irvin. So you sit there and say, how are we going to let Emmett just control the clock and control the run and, and just wear us down? Well, no, we can't do that. We've got to have guys in the box. We've got to have that safety up there. Well, now you get one-on-one coverage and Troy Aikman would just sit there and go to Michael Irvin and pick you apart. So when you have to pick your poison, it's very, very difficult. And I think that's exactly what Philadelphia has gotten. Hey, everybody, went into this year saying we got to load up on the run. They're going to run all this read option stuff. We've got to get an extra safety up there to handle the quarterback. We can't let Jalen Hurts just manufacture all this rushing yardage. Well, now, uh, if I do that, I've got to either have great people in the back to match up on these two really good wide receivers, or I'm just going to live with it. And if Jalen Hurts is accurate, uh, it's going to be a long day. Well, that's what happened yesterday, 38 points of – that, that's what they're capable of with this th- style of offense. Coach, when you met with your defensive guys and you were with Monty Kiffin and you would talk to them, say week one, how hard is it to coach week one? I mean, we, it, it, it's the rust, and I'm not using excuses or off-ramps in any way, Coach, but sometimes you just don't know what the new group is going to look like. There were five new players on that side of the ball, five new starters for Jonathan Gannon on that side of the ball – so you really didn't know what I think rotation was, how it was going to look. How tough is that week one to coach? I'll tell you what, it's gotten tougher. Uh, when I came in as a player, we played four preseason games that were meaningful. Uh, I remember uh, my second year, we're playing the Dallas Cowboys in the last preseason game. Roger Staubach is in the game at the end of the game, throwing his 50th pass into the end zone to win the game. And that's how we kind of played. And you got yourself ready. So week one, you kind of knew what type of team you had. As I got into the coaching, you know, got less your salary cap. You're worried about getting people hurt. But we still played our guys. We had a pattern. And we're going to play in that third preseason game. We're going to play three quarters. You're going to come out after halftime and get used to playing in the second half. All those things. You're going to see your young guys play that you need to have them play with the, the new group. Well, now... I tell the coaches, everybody's so concerned about getting people hurt. Some people don't play at all in that third preseason game. And then you have two weeks off now in between games. So uh, you, you haven't played enough to really know what you have. And I think we saw it over the weekend. We saw the Rams come out and not really look like the Rams. Uh, we saw Cincinnati come out. It was four 
interceptions, seven sacks with a, a really, really good offense. And, and we saw some upsets. And I think that's because people aren't really sure of what they have and they haven't played enough to really know. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, especially on defense. Now, offense, you can get your rhythm. Hey, the quarterback can take his guys to Duke or to Arizona and throw all summer. You can't do that on defense. Coach, t- t- when you're hiring a coordinator, especially like your forte, which is D coordinator, and just me being around Monty Kiffin, come on, Salil, run that bag, run that bag. I mean, we're over there at Pepin Rude, Coach, and we're sitting there. He's getting me off the rig. Come on down here, run the bag, run the bag. And I'm going like, okay, well, that's Monty's personality. And there's Jonathan Gannon, who's this personality – I didn't see a lot of creativity from him a year ago, and I truly didn't see a lot of creativity even with the new players. Do defensive coordinators – I guess my question is, do D coordinators change their stripes? Is it really who they are, like a Jim Johnson or a Buddy Ryan or yourself? I mean, do you, it, don't you play to the personality of your coordinator? You do, and that coordinator uh, does what he believes in and how he grew up. I grew up on Chuck Knoll. Hey, basic, fundamental football. We're going to be where we're supposed to be. We're not going to make mistakes. We're going to out-hit the other team. There's not going to be a lot of frills and a lot of gimmicks. Monty, on the other hand, was a 1,000 miles an hour, stuff coming from everywhere. I I interviewed Todd Bowles uh, for our show last night, and Todd Bowles came up under, you know, Richie Pettibone and Jim Johnson and, you know, all these guys who pressure, 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 and that's Todd's. MO, that's his mindset now. We're going to put heat on you. So I, I think you are who you are. You have a philosophy you believe in, and pretty soon your players start to buy into that. You know, Warren sent, sent me a text the other day. He was watching uh, some football game. He said, what are all these guys doing with their shirt tails out? You would never let us practice with our shirts out. You know, so things that you say to them, it, it carries over and it ingrains in their head. Absolutely, Coach. I mean – you know, 35 points they surrender against the Lions. I think the Lions, I think Chris Spielman and those guys up there are bringing a new attitude. So I expected that. And just a lot of new faces on that side of the ball. What, Coach, do you make the defense simpler when you have new faces early? And then do you open up the playbook as the season uh, progresses? You have to. You have to get those young guys feeling comfortable and confident in what they're doing. And then you ask them to do a little bit more. But you don't want a guy out there thinking. That's the worst thing that can happen. I'd rather give up 35 points and have those young guys playing hard and playing aggressive because I know they'll get better. But I don't want that young guy out there with 50 things going through his mind and being paralyzed by, by analysis. So I think you'll see this Philadelphia defense improve as the season goes on. couple last questions for you, Coach. The injury to Dak, in your opinion, how does that affect the Cowboys? It looks like uh, between six to eight weeks when it comes to – it's either either an injury in his hand or wrist. Um, that He had surgery today. How does that affect the Cowboys? Well, I, I think it definitely affects them. And going into the season, uh, you could make a case. Is Philadelphia the favorite? They've added some new pieces. Is Dallas the favorite? They, they've still got a good thing going. I think with this injury, you have to say Philadelphia is the favorite right now in the Eastern Division. Dallas is going to have to – play defense and run the ball and hang in there for the next six to eight weeks and see if they can, you know, put something together in December. But I, I think this injury definitely makes Philadelphia the favorites in the East. 
Coach, you know, Wentz, you know, people are going, well, it was the Jags. Well, you know, there's more to that. And as you know, I tell everybody, hey, don't ever go to an NFL game going it's just them because I played in NFL games, great teams. It's that much between the great teams and the bad teams in the NFL. It's that close. And I thought this for him. He played, he played against his former coach, Doug Peterson. That's the team that got him fired last year in Indianapolis. He goes and wins it, has a 100 quarterback rating, four touchdowns, 300 yards. That's got to be something in that Washington locker room, which has had so much discord with all the chaos that's gone on in the organization. That had to be a pretty good moment for Coach Rivera. I think it was a good moment for Ron. It was a good moment for Carson, too. Carson Wentz was playing like an MVP in Philadelphia when he got hurt. He was a good player for them. Okay, he plays a, a year, and they get disgruntled in, in Philadelphia. He goes to Indianapolis, plays well at the beginning of the year. They have a couple of bad games at the end of the year, and all of a sudden he's the problem. Well, I, I think Carson Wentz is a pretty good player, and I think this – really probably did something for his psyche, definitely did something for his teammates. He knows right now he's got a coach who believes in him. And I, I think Washington is going to be a tough out this year, and I think Carson's going to have a good year. You know, Coach, I end with this with you. You know, you know you're saying that you're very simple – in Pittsburgh, it's pretty simple when you have me, Joe Green, and Mel Blunt in the secondary. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, when you got Jack Ham and Lambert and him, <laughs> that's a pretty tough group there. Coach, thank you so much, my friend, for doing this. It's an honor to have you on. You know how much I respect you so much. Uh, and by the way, your program that you're doing for the, all the dads, you, do you have anything on the table right now that you guys are working? I know it's based in the Tampa area. Can you tell yeah, me a little it, bit? It goes out nationally. It's called All Pro Dad. It's been great. Uh, I'm really proud of it. People can get on the website. It's for men to be better dads. Uh, we have a lot of resources to help them. They can get an email every day with a, a, what we call the play of the day, a tip for dads. Uh, you can get a lot of resources there. Allprodad.com. Visit us. Uh, I think men of all ages would love it. Coach, do you know that Derek Brooks to this day – sends me a text every day and says this. I get a text from Coach Dungy. He goes, Sills, what are you going to do today to be a better dad to your daughter? And what are you going to do to be a better husband for your wife? And I get this text, Coach, I get this every day. And he goes, I get it from Coach Dungy. And I go like this. Okay, so just so you know, you know your influence on Derek has, DB has, sends me that each and every yeah. single day too. It's funny, Dan, when we were trying to put that program together in Tampa, we talked about that uh, a lot. We talked about it more than we talked about winning. How are we going to impact the community? How are we going to make Tampa a better place to live? How are you going to make your home a better place? Because I really believed if we did those things, it would carry over onto the field. And so many of those guys, uh, you mentioned John Lynch and, and Derek and Mike Allstott and Rondé. I mean, those guys have bought into it. They've been great around the, the community, and uh, they, they have left a mark well beyond the football field. Absolutely. Coach, thank you so much. Uh, we look forward to watching you broadcast again on Sunday. Thank you, Coach. All right. Thanks, Dan. Great to be with you. You bet. The legendary Tony Dungy, Pro Football Hall of Famer, with us here, and we really appreciate him coming aboard. I hope you'll go on his website, too, because – it really is impactful when it comes to being a better dad, being a better father. Thank you so much. Hey, my friends, let me just put this out there to you as well.
Bottom line is this here. When you're talking about finding an attorney that is going to represent you to the best of their ability, it has got to be Morgan and Morgan. Look, if you're hurt or injured on the job, there's no other attorney firm that's going to protect you. For the people is not just a slogan. It is who they are. It is what they do with their over 600 attorneys in offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida. They're there to protect you and to defend you. Look, the call is free. 800-512-1600. 800-512-1600. The consultation's free. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, tell them Big Sill sent you. Many times when people are injured at a place of business, they don't realize they may have a case. The fact is injuries should not happen. And most of the time when someone is injured, someone is at fault. Maybe the store manager installed a cheap, slippery floor, or there wasn't proper security. After an injury at a hotel, restaurant, store, or any place of business, it's so important to call us. Time matters. Size matters. Morgan & Morgan, for the people.com. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pond Lee Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
Week two, National Football Show, Monday, Football Monday. Please hit the like button. Lamar Jackson was spectacular. Spectacular in so many ways against the Jets. And here's why. He limited his rushing through plus 25 plays. And three of them were touchdowns. His accuracy, his ability to throw from the pocket, his gambling on himself turned down what some are saying, a $297 million contract over seven years. Okay? Investing in himself. Spectacular. Yeah, Richie Mack, everyone's great against the Lions, too. Hey, turn that same. You surrendered 400 yards almost to the to the Lions. Need Dallas to win a few games. Don't want Sean Payton there. Flex, don't worry about that shit. I don't care if Vince Lombardi coaches the team. Who cares? Go beat them. Who cares? Who cares? Sean Payton. Sean Payton, 9-7 and seven in the postseason. You're really frightened for that. Yeah, because him and Breeze really overachieved there. Everyone always is like talking to me because he's on TV that Sean Payton was some sort of like postseason guru. He's 9-7. and seven. Is that, I mean, if you're going to rip Aaron Rodgers, what's Sean Payton? I don't know. Sean Payton has a great postseason record. Eh, no, he doesn't. I said Lamar MVP. I think it's going to go between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson this year. By the way, the kid in Kansas City may be saying this to me too. Hey, Sills, don't forget me over here. Okay? They're going to take Will Anderson. Hey, man, Will Anderson, Texas played them as hard as they could. Texas played Alabama over the weekend like it was the national championship game. That was the best Texas game I've seen Texas play in 13 years. That was the best Texas played. The best. Ravens defense helps him with field position. Yeah, well, there's no question. The Eagles defense didn't help anybody yesterday. They had one stretch where they went three and outs three times. After that, the shit effort. Across the board. And by the way, that's not just Jonathan Gannon, too. That's also player accountability. Let's not let the players off the hook here. Where was Hassan Reddick? Dude, the guy was like Casper the Ghost. I didn't see him. Honestly, man, you could have had a milk carton for Fletcher Cox. You could have put Fletcher Cox's face on a milk carton and said, have you seen this guy? I mean, I thought he was kidnapped. Where, 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 where was Hardgrave? These guys were getting blown off the ball on first down. You paid all that money in the offseason for what? I didn't see anything better. And one thing, too, about Jonathan Gannon and his situational blitzing have you ever seen a guy blitz more times 
in non-critical situations. And when you need to blitz, he doesn't. His situational play calling is suspect at best. Okay? Like, he didn't help those guys. It was clearly evident he didn't help them guys. But those guys, too, also, not in shape, shitty angles, poor tackling. What was the number two on 10 penalties? How many pre-snap penalties did we see from that O-line? Because they didn't have communication. Like, like I said, how many times was Ike Sayamalo looking over at Jason Kelsey? And by the way, let me say this to you about Jason Kelsey. Um, I hope he makes the season. He didn't look completely healthy to me. And that big horse in the middle, 74, I thought he was pushing him around in the middle. Especially on pass, pass protection. I thought he was pushing Kelsey around. Actually, I thought they were pushing that whole unit around. Jordan Mulata did not have a good game on Aiden Hutchinson. He did not. Care what you want to say. You can paint that any way you want, turn on any other show, and they'll tell you something that's completely not true. He didn't play well. I thought Lane played good. I thought he was okay. He got beat a few times too, though. He got beat a few times also. First game of the season. Did we win? <laughs> hey, man, I told you, Swanksky. I said this. Hey, if you want to talk about being good or do you want to talk about being great? If you want to talk like you want to talk, nice job, man. Way to go on the road. Get a win against Detroit. Let's move on. No, no shits or giggles. No biggie. We're nine and eight. Fantastic. But if you want to be a contender and try to win a Super Bowl, that ain't it. Your most impressive, I'll tell you this. Do you know who made A.J. Brown's day? What player on that Eagle offense made that all happen? Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, 96 yards rushing. On 13 carries, 7-4 a carry made that happen. Without that guy running the ball like that, Two components won that game for you. Not so much, AJ. It was great. It was Jalen breaking down third down, third and long, and Sanders is running. He ran hard, man. Thank God he got a touchdown, too, this year. I'm glad to see that. That's good for that offense. You need that guy to keep improving. I thought he played really well. Okay? Okay, I thought he played well. And, and there's no question, the Philadelphia Eagles pass protection, I don't know. They don't, they're not impressive to me. They're not impressive. When you play a good front four, that's a decent front four. When you play a good front four, you're going to have some problems if you want to throw the ball. Because I, 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 there were times in that game Detroit was dominating. First series, they dominated them. Bad game, and you're going to ignore that? Jalen does what he's good at, and you're going to ignore I didn't ignore that. I told you. He won with his legs. I Don't don't talk to me about being 56% completion percentage and telling me that he had a good day when nobody else on the play chart was a factor. 
A.J. Brown had a great day. The rest of them, you could have kept him on the bus. What did, what did Devontae Smith even dress for? Okay. What did he dress for? Four targets. Well, he had two drops. So? T.O. had drops. All the great ones have drops. But you're trying to tell me that Devontae Smith is a number one wideout and he put up a donut. Now, is that on coaching? Is that on the quarterback? Is that on the player? Yeah, yes, to all of it. That was a horrible. Do you know that Patrick Mahomes threw to nine different guys? Nine different guys. And that went over the Cardinals. And you know what he told people? I don't need Tyreek Hill. Everyone thinks we need Tyreek Hill. That's not the case. It's just going to look different this year. We're going to spread it out. That guy can spread it out. Jalen Hurts cannot spread it out. Though he sees one guy, takes off. One guy, takes off. That's not a pro offense. You're never going to beat elite teams with that offense. Ever. And your O-line can't pass protect. You play against good football teams, you'll be beat like you were against Tampa. To me, I looked at that Lions game, and I went like this. Well, the offense got a little better with A.J., but you did surrender 35 points versus six a year ago. So who got better? The Lions did. The Eagles kind of like stayed the same. The Eagles stayed the same. The Lions are the team that got better. Didn't that, doesn't that cross your mind when you watched that game yesterday? We said that the Eagles were going to win that ball game. I thought by more. Fooled me. How don't you know how to put a team away too? You're up like 31-17. You let that team roll back on you? Dude, you can't do that to Minnesota. They'll put up a 50, they'll put up a 50 nugget on you. Hurts threw it deep to Brown and no one else. I said that. He's a one-read guy still. Are you trying to tell me you think Jalen Hurts got better as a starting quarterback? Or do you think he's still a running quarterback? You don't really come away from that game impressed with his passing. You can't. 56% completion and no one else. Goddard had three catches. Why don't you continue to go to him? I mean, he was averaging 20 yards a catch. Why don't you keep going to him? Nope, they got away from that too. Jalen did go through his progressions. He did? Then why did Devontae Smith, the so-called number one A, B, wideout, have a goose egg? One and oh, baby. Game plan went. So wait a minute, Eagle, Eagle Realist goes, Game plan went to Brown. (laughs) You're still what I just said. That's a one-dimensional football team. You run it, 
And that's it. And you throw to one guy. Okay? And your defense is not good enough. So well, let me ask you this. You think you're getting into a back and forth with Minnesota on Monday night? You think you're going to outscore Minnesota and Justin, Justin Jefferson? Okay. Fly, agree. That's why, hey, Fly, I just said the Eagles O-line did, had a horrible pass protection day. That was terrible. Okay? Now, if you go back to what I said at the beginning of the show, Jalen Hurts broke their heart and had no answers for them on third down. Running. There were numerous times, at least eight I counted, where he had them third and long. He wasn't going to throw for the first down because he can't. And why they were not putting a spy in the box on him, he wasn't going to find a second receiver. And he didn't. I actually thought the game plan on the other side was not bad by Glenn. But, I mean, Hertz was not going to – he would never look for the second wideout. He took off running and left the pocket all the time. By the way, Gary Cobb, 430 Eastern from Fox 29. Kristen says, so if you agree, then give Hertz credit for balling. He didn't ball out. Dude, he didn't get, he's not gotten better. He he didn't get better. He's gotten better as a runner. So let me get this right here. You want to see your guy with 17 carries. What does 17 carries come up to? Let me see here. Let's see how that looks. Let's see how that looks for an entire year here. So you want Jalen Hurts to carry the ball 289 times? He'll never finish the year. You want Jalen Hurts to have two, almost 300 carries this year, and you think he'll make the season. That guy will be hurt by week 11. James, this dude is a true hater. I don't give a shit what you think, James. Seth said he got better with what? 56% 56 completion percentage? Not finding Devontae Smith? Like I said, the other six wideouts had eight catches combined. Combined to AJ's 10. Hasn't gotten better. He's a heck of a running quarterback against the Lions. We'll believe you when we see it, Sells. That right there, choosy, that's another great thing that Jalen did in the game on Sunday. Zero turnovers. Here, 
Let me give you the positive here. Again, one more time. Zero turnovers. Killed the Lions on third and long with his legs. Not his wheels, really. AJ is a yak freak show. Okay? Miles played well. I really enjoyed watching Miles Sanders play. Really enjoyed it. The O-line, A for running. What'd they run the ball for? 216, fantastic. Fantastic. Pass protection, D. Mulata was beaten. Dickerson beaten. Kelsey beaten. Sayamalo had issues with communication. Lane kind of played well. That whole group, if you're watching that film today, and you're watching the way the Lions ran around you, it was just like what Brett Brooks said today, lack of reps. Okay? Flex, Hurts' problem is when he senses pressure, he tucks it and runs. But they're telling... Here, you know what, Flex? You know what, though, Flex? If they're coaching him that way, okay. If they're coaching him that way, that's fine. But when you're telling me that you're trying to open up the passing game, just because A.J. Brown had 155 yards, that's not opening up the passing game. You had one guy show up. He got his numbers. No one else did. So how do you feel if you're Devontae Smith the last two games? Good or bad on that offense? Well, you think it's going to get better? You think Devontae Smith's numbers are going to get better? I told you he was going to suffer this year. He's not getting 1,000 yards. He might as well not even played in game one. In the post-game speech, Sirianni said, starting with the coaches, we're going to have some tough conversations. Your thoughts on that statement? That's a great comment if Sirianni said that because I would have conversations with the O-line, clearly the coordinator, and the defensive line. That defensive line was a no-show. A no-show. Dude, it was tough seeing Derek Barnett injured. You know, guy fought back, man. I, I, I felt for the dude going over to the side. Okay? Razor, completely true. Fletcher Cox should not be starting in that defensive front four. That guy's out of gas. Okay? He's out of gas. That ain't a $14.4 million guy. I told you that guy didn't belong on the roster for that salary. And it panned out to be true. He got killed yesterday. Dude, when, when Jordan Davis was in, I thought he did pretty well. He's just not ready yet. He's, he, and you know why he's not ready? Because he's not in shape. And that ain't a Jordan Davis thing. That's an eagle thing. They didn't have that team conditioned. Now, maybe when Fletcher's conditioned, he'll look better. Hardgrave, hey, Hardgrave doesn't get a hall pass either, man. He sucked out loud, too. Dude, that whole, both fronts that I have great respect for, shit the bed. Of all, watch this. 
Hurts wasn't really an issue for me because that's who Jalen is. I'm not really shitting on him. Hey, if it wasn't for Jalen being able to run, there'd have been five sacks back there like you saw with Burrow. If Jalen can't move like that, there, there would have been five sacks. Five sacks. Kaiser White was special. Don't, please don't. Dude, don't say that. Is Derek Barnett out for the whole year? Ugh. Wanted to see the kid get an opportunity at least, you know? It's over. Jalen had a game. Look at what this person said. Similar to Kirk Cousins yesterday. The only difference is they were playing the Packers, not the Lions. The Packers <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers. They were playing, and you were playing, Jared Goff and the Lions. The Vikings were playing the Packers. <laughs> yeah, Jalen played, and Cousins had the same kind of game. The only difference is you're playing one of the heavyweight champions of the world in the NFC, not one of the turds of the NFC. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be kidding me, man. Oh, don't worry, man. Kirk Cousins. Oh, no way. Who's a, oh my God. Oh, hey, way to go. Look at Xander. Who said, who said that, that Jalen played like Cousins? Here's Cousins' numbers. 72% completion percentage. 277 and two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts was 56%. <laughs> you know what 56% is? You know, you know Kind of, you're kind of lucky. You're over 500. Guy threw. He was 72 percent against the Green Bay Packers, and Jalen had the same kind of day as Kirk Cousins. <laughs> hey, and Justin Jefferson is wreaking havoc on that Packer defense. 188. Woo! Wow. Woo! A win is a win. You're a moron, Cilio. Eagles don't win this game without Jalen. You're correct, MB. Oh, my God. Without Jalen's running ability, they would have never have won that game. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. If Jalen Hurts can't run and he couldn't get away and he couldn't run for 90 yards or whatever he ran for, absolutely They would have never won that game. They ain't winning games with his arm. Hey, one read hurts. That's my new name for him. One read, one, hey, one read Jalen. Here's Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Jesus criminy, man. Can he give it the play a chance to work? (sighs) You're just a downer. 
am I? What would you want me to say? What a wonderful game. 56% is so great. Hey, Devontae getting a goose egg, spectacular. Hey, no statement game against the Lions. Barely eked it out. Hey, but we got the win. Congratulations. I need some pom-poms. Debbie Downer. I can't take it. Casilio's telling the truth. It's just, just horrible. It's he's done. We will somebody please stop him from telling the truth. Please. Hey, people are actually on here comparing Jalen Hurts' performance to Kirk Cousins' performance against the Packers. A divisional opponent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I knew this day was gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> I listened to all this bullshit, man, on the radio stations and everyone else talking. Hey, guy got better. How did he get better? No one else touched the ball. Same offense. You're still the same team. You actually got a little worse on defense because you know why? Your coordinator can't figure out all the chess pieces like I said he wouldn't. Communi- hey, I thought the communication in the secondary was way better than I thought. There was better communication in the secondary of the Eagles than on the Eagle O-line. Stephen goes, you're full of shit, but funny. <laughs> What's the one thing? How about this, Stephen? I'll give you the floor here. What's the one thing that I'm full of shit on? Tell me, I'm, I'm curious. What's the one thing that I'm full of shit on? One thing. Look at everybody, man. Dude, I don't have to go there. Hurts? I told you flat out, Jalen Hurts, if he can't break down those Lions on third down with his legs, they don't win the game. I'm full of shit on everything. Oh, my wife would agree. Hour two, Gary Cobb, Fox 29. We'll ask him too. By the way, I brought Tony Dungy on in the first hour. He loves Jalen. Hey, you know, I, I bring everyone on. Michael Irvin had him on a couple weeks ago. He loved him. Okay? I mean, it looked like the same football team as a year ago. Except the defense got worse. Now you got the Vikings who destroyed a very good Packer team. Ooh. Oh. 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 Hour two. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. 
While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one, and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. The faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. How's that Trey Lance experiment working out there in San Francisco? <laughs> Please hit the like button. Thanks for coming aboard. How's that thing working out in the Bay Area? <laughs> oh, my God. What a train wreck that thing is, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, you should have seen it over the weekend, too, man. All the uh, 49er fans. Not, they're not like tweeting me any longer and, you know, asking me for my Venmo, making bets and such. Cause they're all of a sudden going, well, you know, I might, I, I could say maybe that ass, maybe that ass is right. <laughs> maybe he's right. Dude, Trey Lance. Okay. Trey Lance. Really? <laughs> man, I watched that guy play, man. I couldn't tell. I mean, shit. Kid, you can't beat the freaking Bears. They're awful. Wow, man. Jimmy G, I said Jimmy G will be the starting quarterback in four weeks before the game started. Now it's three. I put an hourglass on my Twitter page. And the sand's just rolling through it, dude. <laughs> I'm not wrong about the Packers, Paul. Last year, they got crushed in the opener, too, and went on to win 13 games. Hang in there, kid. Hang in there. Not wrong. Not wrong. They'll get there. They'll get there. 
I told you the Vikings were going to be a football team that was um, one of those dark horse teams. Shit, Xander's been saying that since February. Xander says, watch out for this Vikings team. This was in February. And I said, you know, I agree. Okay. Dutch last year, Sills. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. You're going to bet against Rodgers. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang there. Just like after people were trying to replace Tom Brady after uh, Kansas City kicked the shit out of them. And what's his name goes, we're on in Cincinnati. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hang in there. You know, I'm not going to go one start and bench a two-time consecutive and a four-time NFL MVP. Whatever, guy. You go right ahead. I'll bet on Rodgers. Whatever, dude. Right. Dan is mad that a guy that looks like Lance beat a, beat a guy out that looks like Jimmy. I, I have no idea. What's that mean, looks like? Are you talking about quarterback styles? I have no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean looks like him? Please be more, not in codes, because I'm not really that smart. I don't talk in codes. So if you cannot be a snowflake and say what's on your mind, this is not like sports radio where you can't speak your mind. And if you want to make some idiotic um, take that has nothing to do with me and you don't know me from a can of paint, have at it. I don't know what you're getting to, but maybe I do. Or here we go with the race bullshit. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, yeah, of course, because it's always an easy. Hey, don't worry about that stuff, Dank. It's always an easy go-to for folks. Race has nothing to do with sports. Winning and losing, there's no color to it. Unlike politics, you either win a game or you lose the game. It has no shade. That's why some people can't take it. So they make things up. Like if you're critical of Mike Tomlin and him not having a very good postseason record, that's like racist, but not really. Because if you talk about who's the guy that won all them ball games um, and he won 200 games as a coach and he's four and 16 in the postseason. Oh, Marty Schottenheimer. That's not. I have no idea, man. How, how do you weave race into a talk like today? Lions and Eagles. Only a freaking idiot does that. Man, you got nothing better in your life to do. Fields is a bum. Actually, hey, didn't Fields play a game where he figured out how to win? Like your guy did in Detroit? I'm not going to downplay that. Okay. Seals, you're growing, so they're hating. I know this. It's all good. Welcome to our world, Seals. <laughs> Dan, please stop feeding these morons. They're idiots. You know, okay. I, yeah, no, I, I, some, hey, sometimes, man, my wife will tell me it's right in front of me. Somebody's saying something to me. I don't really recognize that kind of stuff because I don't really talk like that. And that's why sometimes I get in trouble because I say anything that's on my mind. And they make assertions off it. I apologize. You're right. 49 is harder to beat than the Lions. Chicago, that's a good win for them, man. That field was terrible. Okay? Chicago should be embarrassed. Should be embarrassed. 
with that football field. That field is awful. It's always been awful. Best thing they had going on back in the day is when it was on AstroTurf. Okay? That thing was terrible. That's where the like the fog bowl was too. Xander goes like this. Fields is going to be good. He needs a new team. Eagles passed on him too. You know what though? He has gotten better. He, ha- he has gotten better. Justin Fields is getting better. And he figured out a way to win. Okay? He's not going to be a passer too. He's going to have to win games like Jalen. Okay? No, I, I hey man. That was a good win for him. That, that was really a... Good win for the organization and a new coach, Eberflus. So Carson Wentz shows up. And Carson Wentz wins a ball game. And some of you are going to do this. Remember something. Before you say it's the Jags, remember you just beat the Lions. Before you start barking. And remember something about that Jags win over the weekend for Carson Wentz. How many people went into that game in his own locker room going, here we go. Let's see what this guy has. And he had to come from behind. Let's not forget something else about that Jags team. He was fired in Indianapolis because of that Jags team. That Jags team cost him a job as the Colts. Oh, and by the way, did the Colts really tie a ball game against the Texans? And Carson Wentz wins his opener. Okay. (laughs) Hey. Ding. One for Carson. F for Frank. And the Colts. Actually, Jim Ursay. F. You tied the Texans? And the greatness of David Mills. Uh Uh-huh. Wentz gets a win in week one. Check. Carson F. Jim Irsay. 313, four touchdowns, 101-1 quarterback rating. Good for him. Good for him. Boy, did he need that. Beat the team that knocked him out of the chance of the postseason and also cost him a job. And he had to win some respect in the locker room with his own Washington team. That's a good weekend for him. Good weekend. (laughs) Absolutely great weekend for him. Okay? Hurts threw for more yards than than Rodgers did. (laughs) Hey, I guarantee you. Hey, was was somebody look it up? What was um, Aaron Rodgers' completion percentage? Okay? Dude, the only thing that Jalen Hurts did well, there were three of them. He saw A.J. Brown, he ran well, and he didn't turn the ball over. Other than that, it's the same Jalen Hurts. I saw nothing that made me say he's better. Nothing. There was nothing that made me go, he's better. He's the same one-read guy I saw a year ago. Wait, you saw something different? Hey, and this just end. if you're the Colts, that's, hey, Jim Irsay, what an upgrade having a guy like Matt Ryan around. Unbelievable. 
this guy's everything this organization needed. <laughs> Tied the Texans. How you doing? Oh, yeah, and, and, and another great one over the weekend, too, was the greatness of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the Browns with no quarterback. With no quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, who was terrible, beat Baker Mayfield. <laughs> hey, Nick Chubb is a stud. Nick Chubb is a stud. Wilson goes, a wide receiver has 150 yards and Jalen didn't get better. Yeah. When your other number one had no catches and had a donut and all the rest of your guys were a non-factor in the passing game, he didn't get better. You got a better player on your offense. That's all it is. He didn't get better. He still can't read. He can only see one guy. He takes off. He doesn't stay in the pocket. What are you looking at? I mean, it wasn't like this guy's like Mahomes going like this. Mahomes, dude, Mahomes is a frightened guy. I don't know how you defend that dude, man. He he sits back here and goes like this. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, live. Rodgers was 65% in a sorry-ass game he played, too. In a horrible game. He was 22-34, 65% completion percentage. Jalen Hurts played as good as he could play with 56%. Congratulations. Way to go. Here's, here's Patrick Mahomes. Dude, you're a defender. You're like this. This guy's, man, he's looking. Where's the guy open? You over there? Eh, over there. Eh, hold on over here. <laughs> let me flip one under hand. Hey, let me throw it left-handed. Let me throw it right-handed. That guy's a machine, man. How do you defend that guy? That guy sits back there, and his head's on a swivel. He's just looking. Here's Jalen. He's not open. <laughs> it was almost like he was in the Hans device. <laughs> it's like a Hans device. Seriously, five drops. Of course, other quarterbacks don't have drops in the game. You're really blaming five drops on his 56% completion percentage when he was only 61 last year. Okay. You played like he was Kirk Cousins. Cousins was 70% against the Packers. Taco says, hey, Sills, every big shot you got on your show says Hurts is the future, but you don't. Okay? I don't. Because he hasn't gotten better. They don't watch the game like – they don't watch every game of the Eagles like we do. I agree, Sills. Hurts still looks the same to me. Also, ignore the race baiters. Hey, Steve-O, don't worry, man. Xander tells me that and beats me over the head all the time too. Cousins can throw. That's the difference. It's completely the difference. No, no. You know, it's not so much a Jalen Hurts deal here. It's just that I don't think you can win with that style of quarterback. That's all. I'm not. Ty goes, don't backtrack, Dan. You said, and I quote, do you guys think AJ is going to come wrong here and get his numbers? Oh, what? You, you think that teams are not going to double team him now? And they're going to make Jalen Hurts because – so let me let me say to you this. So you think the D coordinator up in Minnesota didn't watch the Lions game now and go like this to his team. 
we're going to double cover A.J. Brown. Who's Jalen throwing to then? Dallas Goddard? Why did he stop? Guy was averaging 20 yards a catch. Had three passes. He caught three passes for the fifth best tight end in the league. That number should be like nine. Here's what that thing should have looked like, in my opinion. 37-17. AJ had 115 yards. Devontae had 90 to 100. And Goddard had 111. That's a pro-style offense to me. Not this thing. Looks like a Big 12 team. (laughs) Yeah. Cousins is trash. (laughs) I love it, man. Philadelphia Eagle fans said that a guy that was 72% in two touchdowns was, and by the, yeah. And and Justin Jefferson had 188 yards and he was 72% throwing the ball is trash. Wow. Nasty goes, I'm delusional when your other guys didn't touch the ball. Who's delusional, Nasty? That guy is not a pro quarterback. I don't care who you and what you're. How about this? I'll take that back. He can beat the Lions and those teams, and he has. You ain't beating elite teams. You're not beating elite teams with that style. I will continue to say that until you beat an elite team. The Lions. Anally. <laughs> I know, Rage. All good, brother. We're good. Cousins can't win big games. <laughs> okay. Okay. But Jalen can't either. <laughs> Who wins Monday night? I'm not going there. I'm still on today. Hurts bashing. Every freak. Hurts bashing. I started my show up by saying they would never have won that game if it wasn't for Hurts. They had no answers for him running the ball. Those eight third and longs, he destroyed them. They were never going to win that game if it wasn't for his running ability. And if he was a normal drop back guy, he'd have been sacked five times because he can't throw. He had to run. If AJ had such a massive game, why was it a three-point win? You would think with a guy, here, let me get the numbers. Your, your defense, like I said, your defense surrendered 386, almost 400 yards. Gave up 35 points. Saw a bunch of three and outs. That game was close. The penalties, 10 for 61 yards. That's kind of common though in week one. Hertz is not Tebow. He's better. He's better. You're literally blaming him for targeting his new... No, no. I'm literally blaming him for not being able to have a spread offense in today's NFL. Yes. Yes. 
being a one read quarterback. Yes, that is on him because you're never. And again, if you want to go back to a conversation of this, Hey man, I think they're pretty good. I think they're going to win some games this year and you know, they're going to be good. Or do you want to have a championship conversation? Obviously some of you don't want to have championship conversations. That defense is not good enough. Your defensive coordinator is your coaching is not good enough. By the way, that offensive line needs to have a come to Jesus conversation. You got to pass protect better. If Jalen couldn't run, that that game would have been lost. You know, somebody I, I heard something on Sports Take when people were doing this. So did you think at any time in that game that the Lions were going to win? Probably for three and a half quarters, no. But Xander, right? When they scored that last touchdown and there was about three minutes left in the game, I went like this. Dude, they get a three and out here? They kick a field goal and get it into overtime? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay? I said I went like this. Three and a half quarters. I give it to you. I don't think that thing was close. By the way, Gary Cobb's going to join us here in a couple minutes. Um, I, I, I went like this. I don't know. Guys, we have the worst team in the NFL. No. You're one of the worst fans in the NFL. Because you like to have common conversations. You root for 500, dude. Not me. Chris goes, I do. Eagles would have lost an OT. Chris, I'm not saying that. Okay? I'm not saying that. I'm just, I went like this. Hey, man. You don't want to get on the road and tie it to get into overtime. You know what I mean? They didn't need that. Hurts won the game for us, period. AJ will be a thousand yard receiver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't win it throwing it. He won it, he won it running it. He won it running it. Sills, didn't you say stats don't matter as long as we get the wins? Yeah, well, then why did you draft Devontae Smith if you're not going to use him? Hey, Xander, one of the very first things I said when I came on this network, why you drafted the wrong guy. Put up a donut yesterday. His last two games, he's got six catches for 60 yards. And that's going to get better. Okay. We'll see. I don't think so. I think that guy will not finish his career in Philadelphia. He will not. That guy's a 1,500-yard receiver. And for him to have a goose egg? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. On his stat line, it is is really... If I was his agent, I'd be on the horn with Howie on Monday morning going, dude, you see, here's the problem that you guys don't understand here. Inside of player's contract, if you have 10 catches, you know how much the you know how much AJ probably made off that game yesterday, not just his base salary and incentives? Team record, 100 plus yards. 10 catches. Guys get bonuses for sacks. There's all kinds of incentives built into your contract. And when you walk off the field, the non-factor, and you were a first-round draft choice, that guy had a Jalen Rager game. Devontae Smith played like Jalen Rager yesterday. Is that what you want for year one? Wow. (laughs) Oh, Teal's first game was better. Dude, I don't know how much better. I don't remember. But I'll tell you this, man. That guy was a freak show last night. Okay? I mean, seriously. So well, somebody said that um, Jalen hit Devontae Smith um, in the face mask. So what? He drops two passes. You don't go back to him? Wow, real good relationship working there. You you know, if you have a good working relationship, you hang in there with your guys. Well, let me go to AJ then, because this is better. If I'm Devontae Smith, I'm not happy about that. Okay, so I have two drops. What about all the shitty passes you threw last year to me? What about all the grounders you threw yesterday also? What about half the grounders you threw last year? I didn't complain. So you're not going to throw the ball to me now? Pretty shitty relationship, it seems to me. (laughs) Honestly. I'm glad he's upset because that means he cares. Smith was looking for the ball. Smith kind of deferred to AJ. 
It's one game, so we should trade Devontae already. Sills just said no to drugs. <laughs> no. This isn't one game. This is accumulation of last year and this year. What the hell are you talking about? One game. Jalen Hurts is a one-read quarterback, and it's not gotten better. It's not gotten better. You got a better player than Devontae. That's what got better. Still can't read multiple wideouts. His progression reading's awful. And that's what we saw. And his running ability saved the game. Yes, he won the game. That kid from Kentucky, man, going into the swamp. You see that hit he took? Holy shit, man. That kid took a sack in that Florida game. And that kid from Kentucky bumps right back up. Throws a 70-yard touchdown strike. I was like, that kid can freaking play, man. Going into Florida, into Gainesville, and winning that game, that kid is made. Will Levis made himself a lot of money over the weekend. Oh, and by the way, I heard the Eagles had a scout there, as did 20 other teams. Okay? The Eagles had a scout in Gainesville. (laughs) Gee, why? Oh, probably looking at some of the defensive players on the Gators and Kentucky, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Xander, the Eagles had a scout in Gainesville. Gee, I wonder why. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Went should have, have a perfect game against the Lions, and I guess we won't score one touchdown with Hurts. That's a great Aaron Rodgers. Dude, don't use Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers in the same breath. You're going to hurt your head. He hates hurts. No, I hate his style. Get it right. Okay. Anthony Richardson is no, Anthony Richardson is Trey Lance from the Gators. Okay. He's Trey Lance. Trey Lance isn't ready. Trey Lance will be ready in two more years. He needs to sit like Rogers did. Behind um, Brett Favre, he needs to sit behind Garoppolo because he's not ready either. They're forcing him out there. He's not ready. It's a mistake to play him. And you're hurting the kid. Chalk it up, sports. Sills, at one point you did say, we won't know who or what this team is until about week four. Let's reserve judgment. Um... I didn't give you an identity yet. I haven't used the word identity because there's clearly not one except that you're a good running team. You're, you haven't changed that. You're not a passing team. Well, AJ had 155 yards. Yeah, but everyone else was nowhere. And Goddard was off to a great start. I don't know why. The, why wouldn't you have stuck with that? You know, can I tell you this? AJ Brown should probably have had 255 yards. If you kept going to Goddard, kept going to Goddard, that guy was going to be so wide open. But after a while, you're only going to one dude. 
You're throwing the ball to one guy. Let's see here. Hopefully we can uh, catch up with uh, Gary Cobb here. Here in a second here. Been some issues the last couple weeks. You know, man? Your line at the open is story of the game. Do you want to be good or do you want a Super Bowl? That's right. That's what I... Guys, that's what I said to you today. Do you want a conversation today about being good? Or do you want to have a conversation today on being a champion? You've got to determine that. And if I'm talking too direct to some of the issues, by the way, what did they do good in the game? Let's make sure we get. We're trying to we're trying to connect with my boy uh, Gary Cobb here in a second here. Let me double check here. Do you want to have that conversation? Do you? It's up to you. Do you want to be great or do you want to be common? No, the good is Jalen broke the hearts of the Lions. Broke the hearts of the Lions on third and long all day long with his wheels. Okay? Found AJ. $25 million paid off for one game. That's for damn sure. Guy had a T.O. type ball game. Looked good. I thought the secondary played well. Um, I thought the O-line run blocking was good. I thought the pass probe was terrible. I thought your defensive line was a no-show. Where was Hassan Reddick? Kaiser White played great ball. He's going to be a pro bowler, like I said. Okay? The rest of it, the defensive coordinator hasn't gotten better. You know, last year I kept hearing, well, you know, he doesn't have all the pieces. This year he's got multiple pieces, and he still didn't know what to do with them. And you're trying to tell me, well, it's one game. What? It's the same stuff. The 17 ball games in this game here look like the same football team to me. Look like the same team. Okay. Gary Cobb's going to be with us in a couple minutes from Fox 29. It was great hearing Tony Dungy. By the way, you guys all know this. I bring on guys. They have different opinions of my, of, of what I have. Dude, Hassan Reddick, what was he doing covering backs, tight ends? Jesus, criminy. That was terrible. Game one, people, Relax. This ain't Dallas. Doesn't matter what the helmet says. See, look at Joseph, man. He'll look at one week and go, eh, it's not that big a deal. If we suck, no biggie. Eh, we'll play good next week. You play up and down to your competition. Before you know it, you're nine and eight. <laughs> yeah. Someone always asks me, hey, Sills, how do you think we looked against Southern Miss, I go 30 to 7. I don't know. Kind of terrible, you ask me. Champions don't turn their switch off. They don't really, really have a switch. 
They keep it on 24-7. That's why most of those guys are jerks. That's why guys like Michael Jordan Tiger are jerks. Okay? Because they constantly keep that thing on. They got a pilot light always. Champions don't. Well, they're not a champion team yet. That's why. That's why they can't do that yet. They thought they were going to roll into Detroit and Detroit was just going to roll over. And that's so fast. I'd like to see another Super Bowl this lifetime. Das, it'll get there. But it, it, it was all over the place. How about this? Is this fair, Daz? Would you agree with me on this? That that game was kind of all over the place for the Eagles. Jalen played well running the ball, fighting AJ. They ran it with Miles well, pass protect terribly, which kind of kept him in it. They weren't really finding other people to be contributors to the offensive passing game. You know what I'm saying? They really couldn't. Hey, um, Xander, I'm going to take a timeout here. He says I need a connection. Did you send him the link? Let me take it. Let me let, let me take a let me take a, a brief time out here. Okay, he's struggling with internet. Let's take a time out here. Let's see if we can get Gary Cobb on here. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on acting. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, 
We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pondley Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pondley Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Stills. Please hit the like button. If you missed Tony Dungy in the first hour, please go back and watch that a little bit later on. We'll have that posted for you there on the Jacob Sports website there. So please go watch Tony Dungy. But as we do each and every single Monday, we talk to our legendary friend from Philadelphia, Fox 29's very own Gary Cobb, and he joins us here. And Gary, I mean, look, I, I get I started to show off by saying this. Listen, folks, if you want to have a conversation on being good, we can. They went into Detroit, got the win. But if you want to talk about being a champion, you're supposed to go into places and make statements. And I thought the game was all over the place. I want to get your thoughts. Let me let's let let's start with Jalen Hurts and give me your assessment on how you think he played in this ball game. Well, you know, I, I think with with uh, what he was dealt with, I thought he did a good job. Uh, because, you know, he really reverted to what he knows, which is, you know, he saw a free man coming, he took off. Sees another free man coming, he's taking off. Uh, it really took a while for them to adjust to what they were getting, which is they were sending an extra guy. So there's a guy coming free, he takes off. So I really can't uh, say that it's a case of where he should stay there in the pocket. There's a guy clearly coming free every play. Uh, but, you know, you know, this, this can't, you can't continue to do this, though. That is not what is going to keep him healthy. You know he's not going to stay healthy playing like that because you're running and eventually you're going you're gonna to get dinged. Somebody's going to get a shot on you that you didn't see coming. But I thought he threw the ball well. I thought he was, was accurate with his throws. Uh, for the most part, you know, he was very – decisive about where he was going with the ball. So, you know, I, I thought that ultimately if he wasn't there that, you know, they don't win the game, you know, um, you can say oh, no, what you Gary, want, I thought, I thought him breaking down the lions on third and eight with his legs. I yeah. thought that won the game, but for me, yeah. 10 catches, AJ Brown, 155. I'll get the Brown in a minute, but do you yeah. know every other pass catcher, the other six pass catchers combined had eight catches. And to me, this is what I've been saying here all day. Yeah. I don't see anything with the last 17 games to this game where I go like this. He's gotten any better at reading defenses. I mean, they yeah. got a really fine ball player in AJ, man. He looked like T.O. out there. That's but right. Devontae Smith has a goose egg? I know. You know, they're going to have to do something about that. And I tell you, you know, um, all of the talk, you know, with, with Jalen and AJ. I know they're close friends. But in this situation, you got to stop talking about all that. Because 
Devontae Smith wants the ball. Now, he did drop a pass. You know, he did drop a pass, but he's got to be part of the offense. You're going to need him because you can do things to, to take away one guy. If you really want to take away that one guy, you can commit and, and say, we're taking this guy out. But the thing is, Devontae Smith is a big-time player. So they do have to work him in the offense. They've got to get the ball in his hands. But I can't say, really, I think in a situation where they didn't have any idea what the Lions were coming with. I don't think the coaching staff knew what they were coming with. And Jalen did what he knows he could do, which is put that ball down and take off. And he was able to really uh, do things really that ultimately won the game for the Eagles. Now, long term, this has got to get you got to get you got to get better than this. Meaning he's on pace for 289 carries. Yeah, come on. You can't you can't do that. He's not going to be able to make it like that. He's not going to stay healthy. You're not going to keep him healthy by doing that. Now, I know, though, with, with, with what the situation was, which they couldn't make the adjustments. You see, they were having trouble even calling the play, getting the right alignment. You got delay of game and all of that. You know, Gary, was that from a lack really of him. practice? That's, that's coaching, too. Is that from a lack of practice in the exhibition season and not playing together? Because Isaac Sayamalo, how many times did you see him out of his stance and everybody trying to communicate? Kelsey right. wasn't in there a lot because he was injured. By the way, yeah. I thought they did a nice job running the ball. Miles Sanders was great. But I got to yeah. tell you this. I was not impressed with the Eagle O-line pass pro. No, they weren't. They, they, I mean, come on. They didn't do a good job. No. They, they know they didn't do a good job. That was not good. I mean, they got to step it up. And I think this says that the Lions were, were playing full-scale football. So they were ahead of the Eagles when it came to that area. You know, walkthroughs and everything. Come on. We did 20 walkthroughs. Coach, that's not football. Walkthroughs are not football. You know, and then the other thing um, that we'll get to talking about the defense, you know, uh, is I didn't think they should have put um, Gardner Johnson. Throw him in there at safety. Kid hasn't played safety in the NFL. You can see he's coming down on the angle. He's got a bad angle. Different things he's doing. Because you don't have time to think once the play starts. You have to react. You're doing things instinctively. And if you're not sure of what you're doing, you can't just do it right away like that. It takes a while where you get used to this call and that call. Because once the, when the ball snaps, you're not playing with your instinct. You're playing with your instincts. You're not really playing with your cognitive matter because you don't have enough time. It's seconds, split seconds, and boom, the play is done. And you don't have time to do that. But I definitely think that uh, they got to go back. They got to talk. Through because I don't think they were ready for what they saw yesterday. How about this, Gary? On the other side, with the D coordinator, I'm going to say it again uh, to you, like I say it with Seth. Well, I don't give a shit what anybody tells me. Yeah. If you have the talent, you don't. That's the same thing. You surrendered almost 400 yards of total offense, yeah. 181, yard, uh, 181 yards on the ground. They were 9 for 14 on third down as well. And yeah. The Lions put up 35 points and you let them back in it. That's Where right. Where was Reddick? That front four also? I'm going to say yeah. it again to you, and I don't know what your relationship <laughs> is with Fletcher. Man, hey. he looks like he's out of gas because he was getting blown. Him and Hardgrave That's were right. getting blown off the ball. That's right. I tell you, they were not ready to play. They, didn't, they did not come out ready to play. Clearly, the Lions were more prepared to play NFL football. 
and the Lions do have, they got a good young offensive line. They got a lot of these guys, number one picks. They have some talent on that offensive line. But the Eagles were not ready to play. They weren't, weren't attacking, man. And, you know, and I was talking to somebody about this. Listen, football, they say you play football. Really, you don't play football. You fight football. It's a fight, man. It's an organized fight. But, you know, when somebody comes up to you, like if somebody walked up to you now, Dan, and said, move, move out of the way. Right away, you're going, man, who you telling? Who you talking to? I'm fighting and for my place. <laughs> that's the way it is. Somebody's trying to move you in an area you don't want to move. That's a fight. And you got to show up with your fist balled up inside, ready to fight. That's the way you got to play football. You know, come on, unless you're playing quarterback or you're wide out. But all the other positions, man, this is a fight. Guys are colliding. You know, any of the other sports like basketball, baseball, anytime that happens, somebody's thrown out of the game. Somebody gets in a physical altercation like that. But in football, it happens every play. See, and you got to show up with that kind of attitude. And in order to have that attitude, you got to practice. You got to you got to get into some of that. You got to play full out football where you're tackling people in there. I don't see how you prepare really without doing that. You can't say, well, we think went through three walkthroughs. Man, look, you can walk through for the rest of your life. You're not you're not prepared for a real game, though. So I think the Eagles, I mean, clearly the Lions were more prepared to play football. And I think that was an advantage that they had. And you could see that they weren't ready for the blitzes. So Jalen really didn't have a choice. At the same time, you know, they've got to have a system where, hey, you see this? Hey, check. You know, like what would Brady have done? Blue, 35, check, check. Okay, come on in with that. We, we, we're going we're gonna to slice you guys up with the slants and things. Ultimately, he's got to get to that area. You, you're not going to be able to just run away from everybody, and that's not going to be the answer. So they, they've got to continue working to where they can get in, and, and they see that all of a sudden they make the adjustments. And, and maybe uh, you go to one series where they do that, but you can't let a team just take you out of your game, you know, uh, and have your quarterback just running that much because – He's not going to stay healthy doing that. You better be prepared this coming Monday night because I'll tell you what, what that Vikings team did to the Packers, yeah, they put it on them. I mean, and Cousins was 72% completion percentage against that, that Packer defense. And Justin Jefferson went 188 yards. You put a piss-poor effort against that Vikings team, they'll put a 50 spot on you. You're right. You're right. And that, that is what they're going to look at. I mean, defensively. You got to get after people. You you got to get after people. You know the pass rush. What they said about pass rush, that was a. I mean that was horrible. They weren't getting anywhere near golf. And golf really, come on, man, he's not a good quarterback. We he take can't away handle golf. pressure. I know. If you take away his first target, his first option, he, he falls apart. Yeah. But, you know they they got it going where they're calling stuff. The guy's wide open. You know he he can make those throws. He can play like that. But to let them put up 35 points against them is embarrassing. And it says, you know, they just were not ready. I mean, uh, Jonathan Gannon, with, with, uh, he's got he's to dial up something. I thought they should have had the kid in there maybe more, you know. Yeah, you know uh, with what? That five I thought man when he was hitting there, Gary, I thought he did a really good job against the run. But doesn't yeah. this come down to this? Again, I mean, how good a shape? 
I don't really think the entire team was in shape. So no. why would I expect Jordan Davis to be in shape? And I personally think they need to start getting him more in with more reps because they look better. Look at how many times, Gary, the Eagles defensive line lost first down. How many times yeah. did that kid Swift get eight, nine yards? He had a hundred. Come on. 40, he had 144 yards rushing. <laughs> Get this on 15 carries. On 15, averaging 10 yards a carry. And they weren't getting off their blocks. I mean, it, it just was sloppy uh, defensively. Didn't look they, like they really had a clue. I mean, they, they just weren't playing good, hard nosed football where you fight off a block, you get off, you know, you, you, you at least slow him down. He was running through holes where nobody's getting off any blocks. Look, didn't look like they were reacting quickly to, you know, the fact it's a running play. Guys are just running upfield. That I just it didn't look good, man. They, okay, they gotta Gary, get... let's 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 do this then. Let's yeah. take all of that, and how do you use that as a positive then, to correct this and to move forward? Because as you know, you can't really dwell and you can't really cheer. You can't really be down each and every single yeah. week. True. You gotta mm -hmm. kind of have like. Uh, like memory loss with some of this stuff, and you've got to move on. How yeah. do you get better after that performance there? And again, they win the game, which is the most important thing. They got out of it not playing their best ball. Yeah. And I'm not giving anybody an off ramp here, but yeah, man, there's 16, you know, there's there's 16 more ball games here, you know, that we got to roll through here. How do you get better going into this week? Well, the, the, the thing the thing that I would do uh, you know, defensively is I'm gonna simplify what we're doing. Yeah, I, I might, you know, get down to where we're playing. Maybe hey, we're playing five coverages, and that's it, man. Uh, I want everybody knowing what they're doing. We got to know what we're doing. We cannot be out here, you know, where we're not sure. Uh, I know I saw that some of that with uh, Gardner Johnson. Uh, with with, with uh, yeah, I saw some of that with him. I can excuse him because, like I said, you put a guy in there, he hasn't played the position. He's only he's been there nine sure. days. Yeah, that, that's that's not enough, but. But the other guys, it just seems like whatever it is, they just were not sharp. Where everybody knows what they're doing. Like, if, if you know, hey, you got contained, then you can't, you're not letting the go, guy go outside of you, man. You're not doing that. You're getting in position and you got to be getting off blocks. You know, you can't, you know, you can, a guy can come out after you, but you got to get off that block and you, you got to look and find out where the ball is. So I would simplify what we were doing. And I also would have no problem changing up who's in there. I would put some of those younger kids in there and see what they could do. I mean, I, I would tell everybody, look, we need people that are going to make plays. If you're not going to make plays, you're going to be standing over here with me. I tell you right quick, I, I'm, you know, I don't care about what your salary is, whatever. If you're not making plays in there, you're going to be over here with me because nobody is that special where if they're not playing well, they got to be in the game anyway. No. You know, and I, I thought Gary, I thought so Kaiser, I thought Kaiser played well. Yeah, I, I thought he was. You know, but he he it seemed like he was charged up even when I would go over there to practice. He was always playing hard. See, now some guys are able to do that, but some guys they need a, a scrimmage of some time so that they 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 know, hey, this is the way we got to play. We got to get on this level. We got to turn things up, and they got to be turning up and. They're going to hear it around here, man, because, you know, if they get embarrassed, man, you know, Minnesota could embarrass. Oh, Minnesota can embarrass you. They embarrass the Packers. They can yeah, embarrass they, the Eagles. That's right. They could embarrass the Eagles. So these guys better get ready to play. But I would I would definitely simplify what we were doing 
And uh, as for guard offensively, uh, they they got to have checkdowns. I mean, they got to have checks, things to get out of stuff. And I, I think that it might have been taking some while, uh, you know, too long to get plays in, whatever. They got to get a smooth. It wasn't Ten smooth, penalties. Man. Ten yeah, penalties, a lot of pre-snap. They, they Gary, get Gary do you smoothly. think that this team looked better to you than it did a year ago? Not, uh, no. They, I mean, I know the talent is there. They got more talent because, you know, you got an A.J. Brown. But otherwise, no, no, they, they did not look like a well-all team. They did not, not um, no, because the offensive line, come on, the offensive line didn't play well. Look how many games last year you said, man, that, look at that offensive line. You wouldn't say that about them after this performance. No, you wouldn't what say Wouldn't you say, though, Gary, that the reason that they looked so dominant last year was because they were only asked to do one thing. That was run block. Now that you've got other weapons now, you're asking and you're trying to become a passing team, and I'll give it to Jalen on this. If Jalen Hurts could not move around back there, that there would have been five sacks back there. And I'll tell you what, I yeah. thought he he didn't bail him out with his arm. He did bail him out with his legs. Yes, he did. And like I said, I think it's I, I I misquoted it. He's on pace for 239 carries. Man, your quarterback is carrying it almost 240 he, times, plus yeah. the hit he's gonna get throwing the ball. He won't he, make he, the year. He won't make the year. Um, you know, I I just think that, you know, when I, I think about the way they played last year and, and looking at this game, you know, they, they threw the ball too much. I mean, look how many plays that he ran on. Those were pass plays. Yeah. See, and, and, and Nick and those guys, they just come out, they want to throw the ball every play. Look, the strength of this team was this line blocking people and running the ball. They went for 216 yesterday. Yeah, I mean, come on. Look at the game that Miles had. They yeah, could have run game. the ball on these guys. They got they can't get away from that, totally away from that. Because Jalen is still learning. And it, as long as you run the ball something, see, that limits what other teams can do. See, they can't do as much when they got to worry about the running game. So you can't get that much away from the running game. And if they came out, they were going to throw the ball all over the place. That's why he was running on so many of those plays. Those were pass plays. There were very, I don't know how many. I'm thinking about how many run plays were called. There weren't many of them. Think about it. The no, ones to Miles. All, all the ones where Jalen was running, most of those were pass plays. Yeah. See, yeah. and they were going to throw and, and that's one of the things I had, you know, on a show on um, Fox 29. They asked me about the must. One of the things I, I, I stated was I wanted them to lead with the running game. See, because leading with the running game is going to limit what Jalen's going to see. Because the other team, they can't do as much. If you're running the ball, they got to say, hey, we got to stop this run. But the Eagles weren't running the ball. They were going to throw the ball, you know, 100 times. And, you know, Nick, I know he, I know they like to throw the ball and everything. That's not the strength of your team, man. You Why know, did they get I, away? Why did they get away? Goddard had 60, 60 yards on three catches. Come on, man. Do you know if you kept going to him, A.J. Brown may have had 255 yards. Why did they That's stop right. going to the guy? I mean, they're just – it seems to me, Gary, that they are limited in spreading that passing offense out, and they will – They it's like they want to be a spread offense, but yeah. they just can't because he just does that ability. Well, the thing I think is, you know, they, they need to get in run formations and then throw the ball out of that. 
because that limits what the defense can do because they got to respect the run threat. And they need to keep that run threat on a defense. They don't need to eliminate that because they're not to the point now where they can just drop back and throw the ball. That's not the strength of their, of, of their offense. And really, it puts Jalen – Jalen clearly is not ready for that. He's not ready no. where you're just going to drop back and throw the ball every play. No way. He's not to that point. So if you keep that running threat in there, you know, you can still throw the ball all the time to A.J., and throw the ball to uh, to all three of them, really. You you got plenty of time. But you always have to have a run threat there because that's the strength of their team, that offensive line. And I, I don't think that, you know, they, they should try to get away from that yet. You know, you want to grow into that. But don't try to make like you're there yet because you can see clearly they're not ready when, when they see blitz. They don't check out of something. And, you know, something, either you move people around so you can pick up the blitz and you still throw the ball. No, Jalen pulls it down and pre-snap. runs. He's not very good on pre-snap reads. No, he's just not, not yet. Throw. Again, so why, let's see why what happens. Like you know, I mean, this is going to be quite a test here for Minnesota. Gary, yeah, thank you so much for checking in with us, man. I mean, I'm with you. I think yeah. it was great to get a win on the road. Let's yeah. move forward. This is going to be quite a game. They get an extra day now to prepare for this Monday night game against Minnesota. First home opener against the Vikings at Lincoln Financial. Till then, brother, I love you, man. I'll talk to you next week. Go get them. Go get them. Appreciate it, man. That is my friend, Gary Cobb. All right, hit the like button. Hour three. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to bite to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that can you Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. 
So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pond Lee Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Show it's your boy Big Sales Hour Three. Please hit the like button. By the way, Seth Joyner will join us on Wednesday, I believe, at three thirty, and we'll get his take. And believe me, I know he thinks that Jalen Hurts is getting better. Okay, so we like we had Tony Dungy. Tony thinks he's a good player. Okay, by the way, I don't think he's a bad player. He reminds me of a lot of the quarterbacks that play in the Big 12. He looks like that guy. It's okay. He's going to win games against the lesser teams and not beat the elite teams. Until he does that, it is who he is. See, that's the great thing about the NFL. You're who you are until you prove others you're not that guy anymore. Some guys are backups. Some guys are starters. Some guys are stars. Some guys aren't. Some guys are elite quarterbacks, and some aren't. Some are young quarterbacks. And you see a guy like Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow struggled. He struggled against the Steelers. Threw a couple picks. Again, preseason could have been an issue. I'm pretty much going to give a guy who won the AFC championship. Again, I'm going to give him a little bit more latitude because he's built equity up. As I said to you in the open, Jalen Hurts got better doing this. I think he understands the game more and who he is. Like what Gary said, he's still not a progression reader. The guy played 13 years in the NFL. He knows. He played linebacker. Everyone knows it except certain people who are blind to it. It's okay. Most fans are blind. You know, you don't root for the name on the back of the jersey and the pros. You root for the helmet and the organization. We give a shit about the players. I care that you win a ball game. You went into Detroit and you won. Now, I wanted you to make a statement. You didn't. Okay? You won the game, but you made no statement. You don't come out of that game feeling good about yourself. Hold on. If you're the... If you're Detroit or you're the Eagles and you come out of that ball game, what team do you think feels better about themselves? 
the Eagles or the Lions? Shit, last year you pounded that team 44 to 6. The Lions closed the gap. They lost by three instead of getting killed. Who do you think feels better? The Eagles? <laughs> Unless you're a blind idiot, you don't feel good about yourself coming out of that game. You don't. Were there certain guys that starred? A couple guys had to, or you wouldn't have won it. Lions were ready to play. The Eagles weren't. Your defensive line got destroyed. They were non-factors. Lost first down. This kid, Swift, carried the ball only 15 times and had 144 yards rushing. This guy had 10 yards of carry. You think that's dominating? That's not dominating. And by the way, for the records, idiots, that's not bashing. Now, some of you don't want to have a championship conversation. Some of you like, well, that's my team, and anything you say negative about it, outside of the fact we won the game, you're a hater. Okay. That's your prerogative. End of the day, what I do is I don't root for shit teams. I don't cover teams to be decent. I've been told that the Super Bowl champions are going to come out of Philadelphia this year. That's not a Super Bowl effort. Some of you are going to go, well, we got to win. You're lucky. That's all you got coming out of that. And if you're the wide receiving group sitting in that meeting today, boy, A.J. Brown really had a nice weekend. The rest of those guys, wonder what they're feeling. Do you think that wide receiver group sitting there and having a conversation and watching game film as a group are feeling good or bad? Probably feeling good for A.J. The rest of those guys were non-factors. Chris says our OC and DC are below average players. Okay. Players are above average. Chris, I've been saying that the whole time. Appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Chris, you got a training wheels coaching staff. I told you this. One of my major concerns is that coaching staff. They belong at a library. They're bookworms. They're not coaches. They're analytic guys. Okay? That's That was unprepared. Unprepared. And as a player, player performance, they didn't show up either. They have accountability in this. It's not just the coaches. Okay? Nick goes, yesterday felt like a loss. Nick, you shouldn't feel that way. You should feel that you got out of there. Again, I made this comment in the last hour. I never thought the Eagles were going to lose that game, but I felt this way in the fourth quarter with about three minutes left. I don't know here, you know? Don't let them score, and they did. And I went, Jesus, criminy, man. You get a three and out. And Jalen getting those running plays going and him being able to keep the drive going at the end of the game, won the game. His wheels won. It wasn't his throwing. Guy 56% throwing the ball does not have a good day. That's not a good day. A.J. Brown had a great day. A guy throwing to him, one read dude. Nobody else contributed. Dallas Goddard a little bit. Rest of them, they didn't have to get off the bus. Now, do you want to have a conversation on being a pro and being a great team 
Or do you want to have a conversation on being nine and eight? You decide. That's up to you. If you're the if you're the person that sits here today going, we won the game. There's no talking to you. And you won't understand where I'm coming from. Okay? I strive for perfection, knowing full well we'll never get there. And what we'll learn to do as a unit is learn to live with greatness. That's how I live my life, and that's how I lived when I lived in a locker room. I didn't live like this. Well, we won. Hey, let's move on to the next week. Football is a game of correcting mistakes and adjustments, tackling, preparing, mind, body, and soul. You can't just show up in this sport and think you're going to win. Every weekend, you see something different, and somebody killed. Somebody surprises. Who would have thought Mitchell Trubisky would go in and beat Joe Burrow? Who's, I mean, really? Good for him. Third team, guy's a journeyman, he wins. You know what else you do when you win something like that? You win your locker room over. That's how you win your locker room over. Look at Carson Wentz. As much as you guys hate him, that guy won his locker room yesterday. Do you know what that did for the Washington Commanders seeing Carson Wentz come from behind? And some of you were go, well, it's the Jags. You have no right to say that with that shit-ass effort in Detroit. You have no room to talk. No room to talk about Carson. He won the game, too, against a team that cost him his job in Indianapolis. You know how big a win that was for him? The locker room, the coaching staff, Scott Turner. Whether you like him or not, that was a big moment for him. I guarantee you there were more people in the Washington commander's locker room that didn't believe in Carson Wentz than people that were in the Jags locker room, including the head coach, Doug Peterson. Well, Two horrible picks. You pick that out? Jesus, man. I could pick up 56% completion percentage in your guy, and no one else was a factor on the offense. You know who the major factors were? Jalen running, Miles Sanders running, and A.J. catching. The rest of the team could have took the night off. O-line sucked, pass protecting. The other receivers were non-factors. I mean, really, Hertz is better than Trubisky. You think so? Really? I haven't seen that. Mitchell Trubisky, Jalen Hurts, both those dudes have a lot to prove. Jalen Hurts cannot read a defense. Facts. Face it. And Devontae Smith, if I had a donut game like that, I'm going to start having a problem with this offense. And I want out. You see all these wide receivers getting paid? He ain't ever getting paid with 900 yards. Kiss that goodbye. You don't pay guys $25 million a year, 850 850 yards catching and 60 catches. You're not getting that money. 
and your legacy, you ain't going anywhere with that. Shit, man, there's guys that are all over the league that can do that. There's guys at home. Cole Beasley could do that. Actually, the last two games, he played more like Jalen Rager. I mean, and some would go, well, yeah, that's not fair. Well, okay, against the Bucks and the Lions, the Lions, he had no catches and no yards. And in the Bucks game, he had three catches for 60 yards. I don't know. But he told, dude, I quote facts to you. I don't rub genie lamps and come up with this bullshit that you guys come up with where you're seeing something complete. Your, your lens is definitely different than my lens. I don't see that lens. Mike on YouTube goes, how'd that great Packers defense do? Pfft, ran into a really good juggernaut offense. And by the way, what was the score in that game? What was the score of the Packer game? What was the score? What'd they give up? 23 points? 23 points. You gave up 35 points to the shitty offense run by Jared Goff in Detroit. Give me a break. Vikings and Packers. Yesterday, you gave up 23 points. Today's NFL, that keep you in the ball game. That keep you in the ball game today. You gave up 35 points to the Lions, and you were up 31-17, and you let them roll back in. I don't know. I wouldn't be crowing too hard. I don't think 23 points is that bad either. Packers are washed. Yeah, that's what they were saying last year after the uh, Saints beat the shit out of them. Then they went to the NFC title game again. Okay, we'll see. Well, dude, if the Packer offense is washed, what is the Eagles when you can't find other wideouts? God, you guys, I mean, really? Your offensive line, if Jalen Hurts wasn't able to run, you'd have given up seven sacks. What are you watching? Eagles and Packers are the same? I don't think so. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. You keep your guy. Look, like I said in hour one, Jalen Hurts is the reason they won that game. Plain and simple. Breaking down the Lions on third and long wasn't with his arm. He was able to get those first downs and keep those series going. He did a great job of doing something that Carson Wentz has still yet been able to figure out. How many times did he roll towards the sidelines? Instead of taking a loss, he threw it away. Now, that did bring his percentage down. It was smart, though, because you know why? He knows who he is. Jalen Hurts is never going to have a high percentage because he's got to run a lot. The majority of the plays that he ran on to were pass plays. So you're trying to tell me the offense got better. No, you got a better player on the offense. And it ain't the quarterback. It ain't the quarterback. It's the wideout. I'll get the AJ again here. But there's no question. The two lines did not show up. Jeff Stoutland must be unhinged. 
on how his unit played. Jordan Mulata got beat numerous times. So did Landon Dickerson. Jason Kelsey, he got pushed around a lot against the Lions. There were times in there the Lions were dominating the Eagles' offensive line. When it came past pass protection, they were bringing pressure all the time. They couldn't pick it up. They could not pick it up. Xander goes, the team didn't practice, and it showed. Absolutely. How many times did you see Isaac Sayamalo doing this? What's it on? What's it on? What do we, what's the, what's the front? There was a lack of communication out there all day long. You saw it. That's why he had 10 penalties for 61 yards. This is not stuff I'm making up. When you have pre-snap penalties, what does that tell you? That's an idiot play. That's alignment. It takes no ability and no athleticism to know where to line up. Zero. You don't even have to be in shape for that to know where to line up. Okay? Yale goes, they're lucky they won. Again, Yale, I never was in a moment where I went like this. Eh, they're going to lose. But again, fourth quarter, three minutes left, they scored. I went, hey, man, a couple three and outs here. Get the ball back. And there's no question. They stopped bringing pressure. Gannon stopped bringing. Why? Here, here's something else. Why would Jonathan Gannon stop bringing pressure late in the game? You know why the only reason he did that? Because he has no balls. Dude, you signed all those guys. You've got $14.4 million lined up in Fletcher Cox. You've got $12.7 lined up in Hardgrave. You've got another $10 million lined up in Hassan Reddick. You've got about $45 million lined up in that front four. And you stop bringing pressure? I don't get it. Golf can't handle pressure. He can't handle it. What did they do? They played right to his strength. And by the way, I mean, if the Lions had Jamison Williams, I don't know. I don't know. The way Swift was playing, 10 yards a carry, you get Jamison Williams healthy and you put him on that offense with that tight end, I'll tell you what, the Lions are definitely getting places and they're going places. Jamison Williams didn't even play in that game. That kid's going to be a factor on that offense with that dude. Jerry Goff's terrible. Terrible. Yell goes, I was disappointed in Hassan Reddick. I was disappointed with the coordinator lining him up. What the hell was he doing with him? I didn't even know he played. I had to look it up. How about this? Can we all agree with one thing? Okay. Can we all agree with one thing? Can we can we all just agree on this? I was expecting a better performance. Now, if you're look and if you look at it through this lens, well, AJ played great. Jalen was okay. Miles played great. If you look at it through that lens and not a 53-man roster lens, you're never going to look at whether or not your team's getting better and if they're truly a Super Bowl contender. 
If you're looking at individual performances, you'll never see the big picture. This is a team sport. All of it has to come together. You can't have guys you drafted number one or first rounders laying an egg with no stats. You can't get away from a guy who was averaging 20 yards a catch in Dallas Goddard. Why? Why'd you go away from him? Why don't you just at least have some design throws to him? I think A.J. Brown should have had 300 yards receiving. Should have had 20 catches. Nobody helped him. The only guy that helped that offense outside the quarterback and A.J. was Miles Sanders. I thought he was great. 13 carries, 96 yards, a touchdown, 7-4 a carry. Perfect. That guy stays in that room, and he stays in that conversation there. Let me show you what, man. He stays in that room there. Dude, this guy will be a stud if he stays in that com. If he stays like that every game, Eagles will go far, man. Eagles will go far. He... Miles Sanders is auditioning. He's auditioning. Fine. Dude, if this guy stays on pace like that, he could be a 1,500-yard back. He going to get paid. Might not be in Philly. He ran hard because he's in a contract year. They let that dude roll into the regular season knowing full well the... Giants game in week 18 is his final game as a Philadelphia Eagle. That's his final game. That's how he's looking at it. He ran like it too. Okay. Sills, you listen to Rod Wave. I've never heard the guy's name. Never heard of him. And um, that's not a rip. I, I just have never heard of him. Is Hurts having problems reading blitzes? He only looks to AJ. Paul. You know what, Paul? I think the blitzes were more about the old line not picking it up instead of Jalen. I, I Jalen running the way he did, I don't really look at Jalen. I think Jalen had to take off. The old line was not very good pass protecting. I, you know, I heard other people talking about giving them a, a decent grade. That was a D effort pass protection. Wasn't a good effort. Okay. Brian says, thank you, Dan. At least the second half. Okay. So again, if, if, if you're not looking at it through that lens, and by the way, A.J. Brown was as advertised. He was completely everything as advertised. You know, I'll, I'll make a point to you. That's as good a yak receiver. And I, I don't know if I should do it, but boy, it looked like DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is a fabulous yak receiver. When he's healthy, Hopkins is he's special. Okay? He's special. Okay? He is. And he was special. Broke a eagle record in a debut when it came to 
receptions and yards. Congratulations, man. That's why you paid. By the way, $25 million, there was, a, there was an emphasis to get him the ball. But the problem became this. The emphasis to get him the ball was at the, it was at the detriment to Devontae. As I told you last week, did I not, Xander, and everyone here, the man who is going to suffer in this offense the most will be Devontae Smith. He will suffer the most. Because here, the guys who were the most productive were the two guys that I said would be, Goddard and Brown. AJ didn't, or Devontae didn't have to get off the bus. Why even dress him? Seals, you did call Smitty losing catches. Here, here, but what's, what's, but that, you, you have to get him more involved. He makes the Eagles better. That's my problem today. The problem was this. You didn't get anybody else involved in your offense. And people are sitting here going, we played well. I don't come away from that victory going, hey, man, I got a good feeling this year about the Eagles. That, I don't, that's not a, that's not how I feel about that. I'll tell you what, I felt pretty good about the Buccaneers last night. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Check down, baby. Check down, check down, check down. Leonard Fournette, too. Shit, man. Leonard Fournette, he may have come in camp at 260 pounds, but that is Brady's security blanket. If Rob Gronkowski was Brady's security blanket, the guy who now has taken that blanket is playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny, man. They Hey, I thought the Buccaneers... I thought they lost a bunch of old linemen. They ran the ball well against Dallas. They chucked that thing right down Dallas's throat. Hey, Dak Prescott being hurt, great. To this point, not that he's hurt, and please don't go there. It's not what I mean and you know it. Look how this is setting up for you now. He's out six to eight. Okay, they're saying he's back for that Eagle game at Lincoln Financial. No way. I say he's back after after the Eagle bye week eight. There's no, I'm not bringing Dak Prescott back for the Eagle game in week six. <laughs> what do you think the Cowboys rushed him into surgery for, for his hand? Because they want him back for that game because they know this. The, the Eagles... Okay, they got to hope. If you're the Cowboys, you got to hope the Vikings put it on them. You got to hope there's something in the kitchen there in Washington. You got to hope the cards bounce back after that Kansas City loss and play hard against the Eagles. And then the Cowboys are there sitting there in week six. Cowboys are in big trouble. I said they wouldn't make the playoffs. Now it looks like even more they won't. If you're Jimmy, if you're um, Jerry Jones, don't you go after Jimmy Garoppolo? But guess what? Niners ain't giving that guy up now. Then after what they saw in Chicago, look at how the wheels have turned now. You know what Jimmy G should do? He should demand that he get traded to Dallas. Okay? 
being a backup in Dallas or being a backup to Trey Lance and Dak Prescott. I, I could tolerate being a backup to Dak because Dak's the future and the money. Remember, he took a reduced contract, too, in San Fran. He's making less money now. Fits completely under the cap. You get him in there for the first couple of weeks, Garoppolo could get you through the waters, raises his draft status. Cowboys could even deal him if they had to. Get some draft choices for him. There's no way San Francisco gets rid of that guy now. They'll All bets are off. Unless you come up with some gigantic package, you're not getting Jimmy G. Not after what you see with Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a bum, and I said it from day one. And that's not personal. I just don't think much of his, his talents. I think he's an athlete that kind of plays the quarterback position. I don't know. How about the um, onions Brian Dable had going for it on uh, going for the two point conversion to get a win? Great stuff. Everybody won in the NFC East except the Dallas Cowboys, which is great. Dude, that's that's how you get things done, man. So if we go to the playoffs and win, he's better. You're not beating an elite team, dude, with that offense you had in Detroit. You'll be bounced in the opening round. Dude, you think you're beating Tom Brady throwing to one guy? Really? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. You don't really think you're going to beat the Buccaneers in that Buck defense when they're going to double up A.J., and try to figure out if this kid got better, which he hasn't. Trubisky's first season, he threw for 59%. Then he won 11 games, too. I thought Mitchell Trubisky was 11 and 3 and won the North in his first year starting. You may have forgotten that little stat. Usually, I would have an opinion. Have, I wouldn't have any hope that a team could change its identity on defense mid-serene. But after last year and knowing Sirianni will get in Gannon's ass, I know it's possible. Ronald, he's who he is, though. This guy's not going to change his stripes. And I'm talking Jonathan Gannon. He's who he is. This guy is an accountant. And he runs that thing like an accountant. I mean... So you blitz early in games. You put pressure on golf. Dude, there were three and outs. They were putting pressure. Epps was hitting people. What did they do? They stopped bringing pressure in the second half. They were up 31-17 allowed that team back, and golf sitting back there. Jared Goff? Hey, could somebody look up what Jared Goff's completion percentage was in that game? Let's see if it goes along the lines of what they did against quarterbacks who were halfway decent a year ago. Will somebody please tell me um, what kind of um, percentage, completion percentage. I like Epps, by the way. I said I did. Justin Herbert, I told you, the Chargers, Chargers may win that division. Chalk it up sports. I know Jalen was 56%. Okay? 
I know that. What was Lamar Jackson's completion percentage on Sunday versus the Jets? I thought he was spectacular. No, um, he he was around that number, seventeen of, of thirty for two thirteen. That number's low. It's got to get higher. Okay. Look at Flacco, thirty-seven of fifty-nine for three hundred seven. That's a heck of a day for him. That's a heck of a day. No, no, no. Yeah. What what, what was um. Um, my, my question was, what was Jared Goff's? What was Jared Goff's completion percentage on Sunday versus the Eagles? Was he 56%? Jared Goff. So Jared Goff and Jalen Hurts had the same numbers. Congratulations. Had the same numbers. He had the same number. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man. Hey, man, you got a lot in common with Jared Goff. Got it. Like it. Fantastic. No, he had a yeah, no, um I think um Wentz was 1011 quarterback rating. Big Sales Tampa didn't look that great. They were playing a, a shitty Dallas team and their defense sucked and the offense was atrocious. Tom looked out of sync. I thought Tom did he throw for like 215 yards? Man, that's just a little bit. Hey, Paul, that's just a little bit over. That's just a little bit over like 50-some percent, too. Golf was right there, 56 maybe, same thing. Yeah, Wentz was 64%. I saw that. 64% threw for 317 or 313 yards and four touchdowns and two picks. So, yeah, I want to get into the D-line. I want to talk a little bit more about Miles Sanders, and it's time to bench Fletcher Cox. I want to do all that. Do me a favor, guys. Hey, don't forget, our good friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free, meaning this, they don't get paid unless you do. So if you're in the market for an attorney, if you've been hurt or injured on the job, there is no question that – Morgan & Morgan is the people for you because they've been representing people for the past 30 years to the tune of $13.5 billion in compensation. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philadelphia, New York, and in Florida, they're the biggest law firm in the country ready to represent you. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor. Tell them Big Sales sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS. 
not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondly hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust. Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pondley Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pondley Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show with your boy, Big Sills. Listen, guys, I, I, I want to make it clear here. I'm not trying to be adversarial, and I'm not trying to stir up shit here just to stir shit up here. I want this team to have a really great year. I want this team to do the things that they're capable of doing. And you know what the worst thing on the planet is when you're talking sports? People and teams that don't fulfill their destiny and, and don't live up to their ability. How many times do we see that as human beings? 
people fail to live up to their capabilities, whether it's Ben Simmons, whether, whether it's somebody that you have like Jalen Rager, and then somebody you watch and you're like, man, look at, look at what Jalen Hurts has done. By the way, I would make this comment to you, and I would say something to you here that I think is true about Jalen Hurts. Has Jalen Hurts exceeded expectations? No question about it. When you're a second-round quarterback and a one-dimensional guy and you start having conversations potentially about a $40 million cash bag or if he's the future of a franchise, that's exceeding expectations. Whatever you think of Tony Romo, Tony Romo owns every single passing record in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. He was undrafted. Guy went on to be the richest quarterback ever to sign contracts in Dallas. Did he over or underachieve? I, I think he overachieved. The guy wasn't drafted. Look at Jordan Malata, seventh round pick. Is he over or underachieving? He's starting left tackle in the NFL for the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know by, and just signed a contract extension. That's overachieving. Jalen Hurts is overachieving. He is. The question is not whether or not he's an NFL talent. He's in the league. Of course he's an NFL talent. The question is, Tyrod Taylor's in the NFL. He's a talent. The question is, what tier is he on? Kirk Cousins tier? The Derek Carr tier? How many people look at Derek Carr and go, Derek Carr's elite? You know, Derek Carr still has doubters on how they see Derek Carr. You think Derek Carr is an elite quarterback? Eh. You know what? I'm, 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 you know what? I'm, he's one of those guys, man, that he can poke his head above it and then put his head below it. You know what I mean? You look at it and you go, man. Right? Lamar Jackson, 32nd player taken and first rounder. Nobody saw this, you know. Unanimous MVP. It, did I see it right? So I saw somebody say something about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has won 38 of 50 ball games as a starter. 38 of 50. He and Tom Brady are tied for 50 starts and 38 wins. What do we want to say about Lamar Jackson? 38 and 12 as a starter? MVP? It's quite impressive. 38 of 50 ball games. I mean, that's quite a clip. When that guy's on the field for your team, there's a there's a huge chance you're winning that ball game. Jalen Hurts is a winner. That's all Eagle fans should care about. That's right, Anthony. Okay? And by the way, Anthony, I may have said some things that were a little bit critical of his play, but I did say they don't win without him. I think some people still have cotton in their ear on that one. I did say that. 
What he did on those third downs, keeping those play drives alive and just putting a knife in the back of the Lions defense every time he broke free. He, he, I, I, how, many, how, many, how many drives did he extend because of his ability to get out of there? Because the offensive line shit the bed. Isn't that kind of crazy? Jalen Hurts covered for his O-line on Sunday. You know, I'm, I can't imagine how Jeff Stoutland is in that meeting today with his guys. He must be on fire. Jalen Hurts bailed his O-line out. Okay? A Lions game. And below 500 teams last year. Agreed. He hasn't beaten anyone significant. I understand that. That's what we're doing here. We're trying to get better here. Carson. That stuff's old news, man. National championship shit. That stuff's old news. This is about winning ballgames now in the NFL. Okay? Derek Barnett, no more penalties. Yeah, well, here, here's something that I'll say to people. I'm disappointed that the kid got hurt because that was his probably last chance not to be considered an overall bust. He'll never, he'll never, he'll never overcome this. It's over. It's over. No sense of having that guy back. Sorry about being the way it is, but that's the league. You're a penalty machine, unproductive, and overdrafted. What else is there to say? Sounds terrible, doesn't it? Welcome to the NFL, folks. Welcome to the NFL. Okay? That's a how we bust. Okay? That's a how we bust. The multi, Jalen ain't the problem. The offense will be fine. I, I didn't see a productive passing offense. I saw a, pr- a productive wideout. The rest of it. That's not a spread off. Would you say the Eagles have a spread offense? Like 99% of the teams in the league do today. Do, do you really, you would never say the Eagles have a spread offense. The Eagles have a one dimensional offense. Do you understand the Eagles are trying to get to spread offense? That's what they want. That performance against the Lions was far from a spread offense. It had no resemblance of a spread offense. Zero. Bad feeling about the Vikings? Let me tell you something. If the Vikings beat the Packers and the Eagles in the first two weeks of the season, and they go into Lincoln Financial and win that game, people are going to start looking up at the Vikings go, whoa. You beat two football teams that people are projecting to win their divisions in back-to-back weeks. And if you do it convincingly, they beat the Packers convincingly. And I do not believe the Eagles are better than the Packers. I don't. They were at home, which kind of moves that thing kind of closer. Nick, man, it better not be 44-6. I think better be more like 35-30. And you can flip a coin on which team. It better be more like that. Okay. 
You're giving up 35 points to the Lions? Shit, man. Vikings are five times better. Five times better. John D. Vikings start 2-0. Then you got Washington on the other side of that. Man. (laughs) Don't lose to Wentz. That's all I'm saying. Don't. Oh, and it's at FedEx in week three. Boy, I bet you every Eagle fan will be going up there. Hey, taking over FedEx. The yell. Sills, if Jalen couldn't run, he'd be dead today. Correct. Absolutely true, yell. Yell. They won that game because of him. And his escape ability. Hey, and most of the time, I'll even give you more on this here with Jalen. Watch this. Most of the time, he couldn't read a second read because he didn't have time. How many times did he have guys in his face immediately? A lot. A lot. He had to take off. Shit, he got back there a couple times. They were back there waiting for him. Aiden Hutchinson had a great game against Jordan Mulata. Had a great game against him. FedEx is a sewer. I double down on that one there, Nick. <laughs> okay. Mac goes, you're always moving the goalposts no matter what team we beat. No. I'm not moving the goalpost. I said beat a team that's a contender. You haven't. Since he's been your starter, you've beat no one significant. By the way, as I told you to keep an eye on that Saints team, keep an eye on them. I didn't like the fact that they had to fight the Falcons, though. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? I mean, fighting the Falcons? You know, they're calling it like one of the great comebacks in the history of the Saints. I'm like, that Falcon team? I mean, I could probably name it five guys on it. Paul goes, Malata looked out of shape and slow. Hey, man, Malata and Fletcher Cox need to push away from the buffet table a little bit. Those guys were out of shape. They were not ready to play. That was a team. And again, it might, it might be a league thing instead of just an Eagle thing. Now, look, I want to make sure you guys understand one thing here. As I started to show out, do you want to have a conversation on being good? Or do you want to have a conversation on being great? So tomorrow, when you come back here, ask yourself that. If you want to hear things to help you get great, and you don't want to hear snow cones and all this other bullshit you hear from the other shows around the city and around the country, fine. There's no problem with that. A lot of people like cheerleaders. Okay? But if you want to hear how this team looked reality-wise, that was not an inspiring effort. I didn't come away from that Lions game going like this. Wow, that's a Super Bowl contending team. Think about it. Thank you, Tony Dungy, for coming aboard. Our good friend Gary Cobb, as he does all the time. Xander, you're awesome. All of you are awesome as well. Please hit the like button until tomorrow, 3 to 6. We'll see you on the flip side. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.